sugar fix yeah. before we start? <laughs> this whole podcast is fueled by Twix. Mm. Do you think you also hate Twixes? I don't hate a Twix. I just, just figure don't understand why it would be somebody's favorite. I well, two things. It's a biscuit. Well, it's not a bar. Debatable. It's a biscuit bar. It's a bar, but it's also a biscuit. It's a biscuit bar. In that case, it's mostly a biscuit. But I think I just don't know how anyone would choose it when faced over. with everything else. What over else? almost anything. Even Mars. Oh yeah. Mars is no Mars is missing something. Missing Mars is okay. It's I think we can both agree it's no Snickers. <laughs> yeah. But Snickers so is, is the king thing. of bars. I've just discovered yeah. Snickers recently. Yeah. I know you're a recent convert. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I just always I took an ocean years ago that I didn't like peanuts. And uh, not allergic, just didn't like them. Same with pizza. And now that yeah. I know, now that I've tasted Snickers, it's like, wow, peanuts are amazing. And that's I why you've perfected why. the peanut butter pizza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just don't think, if I ever see someone in the shop, you're him and on about buying a bar of chocolate, and they go with a Twix. Oh, yeah, that would have been. just, there's so many better options. It would have been the bar I always went with. Now, I, apart from Snickers, like, mm, more just kind of seems like, I used to like Moro. That was a nice one. Well, Don't know if that's still around. It is. Is it? Yeah. Like it, if you haven't tried one since your recent conversion to the Snickers, mm. the Star Bar. This, is that not like, is that not just a Snickers? What is no, a Star Bar? It's mostly peanut butter. Oh, oh, that kind would be peanut nice. butter oh, with a bit of crunch to it. Right. And, Wrapped in toffee, wrapped in oh, chocolate. Oh, lovely. That it's, sounds... See, again, I didn't... There was so many things. It's as good as a Snickers in right. every way. Except it's also got peanut butter. Yes. So in Snickers the, only has caramel, isn't it? And peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. nougat. Okay. Oh, right. Um, There's a bit of nougat in there. But in Drada, of course, they call it a Staba. Okay. That's how they call it. S-T-A-H. B-A-H. <laughs> that kind of also sounds like a bit of an English accent. What area of England would it be? Staba. Staba. Uh, like, is, is that it Manchester? Liverpool or Manchester? Liverpool. Manchester, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Manchester. I'm thinking of Grenada Street. Anyway. Anyway, those were our, you know, confectionery musings. Mm. Um, so, we don't have a, as packed a show, but I think it's no. a good one. I'm it's looking forward one. to this one. Because mm. as soon as I... Um, uh, heard about this film. I knew it was one that we were going to look at. So okay. Two things we're going to look at today are the, the movie Lamb. Yep. And the album Twenty Twenty by Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Uh, we'll come to that later. But had you heard of Lamb? So, no, a, a I hadn't recently, heard. I think or? it was you first told me about it, and you said this is the most A twenty four looking film I've ever <laughs> seen. And then you sent me the trailer, and then I stupidly and no, you sent me no, you just sent me the name, and right. then I looked it up. And then, as I as we know, yeah. of my many rants about trailers, I don't watch trailers right, anymore. Okay. But I think I was like sort of in bed or something, and I was only kind of, I was like half awake. And then I started watching the trailer, and I was like, "Oh wow, this looks kind of cool." And then I started watching the trailer, and it was I could tell it was about to give away something really big, right. so I immediately stopped. Right. It. And then I just, I'm really glad I didn't watch the trailer. So that was kind of my first. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the trailer and you don't want to. I don't think it's a twist because it's given away in the trailer. See this because I, I texted you last you night. You could almost said, work it out by the poster and the name think, of the film. Yeah, because I, I texted Will last night and I said, I don't know how we're going to talk about this without completely spoiling mm. it. But you said that they, it's they, in the it's trailer. It's in the trailer. Okay. Okay. So I guess let's let's give Spoiler a warning for, their, for our three listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, it tells the story of a pair of sheep farmers mm-hmm. in Iceland. Mm-hmm. And what are their names? Maria, Maria and, and Ingvar. And uh, so we'll come to the opening shot a little later, but basically they're sheep farmers and you see them 
deliver it's lambing season you see them delivering lambs and eventually they deliver this lamb and this is where it's a potential spoiler but if you've seen the trailer I don't think it's a spoiler. Do they actually show it in the trailer? There's a moment where you see, um, well, let's spoil it. Okay. And we'll, people right, can so skip this or whatever if they yeah. don't want to hear the review. Um, basically, the, the sh- one of the sheep gives birth to this human mm-hmm. sheep hybrid. Yes. Right. Or a sheep as, as sheep Colin called it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have called I the movie. I recommended it to Colin um, and he says he mentioned the word sheep. Uh, I, I was, was thinking like, that was gonna, that's a joke I was going to make yeah. later. Damn you, Colin. Yeah. But, um, um, I just kept calling it the lamb baby. The lamb baby. You know. <laughs> so in the trailer, there's a moment where you see uh, Maria walk around the corner with this child who's obviously got a sheep's head. <laughs> Wearing a little snorkel jacket, they go around the corner. Oh, and that's huge. the only really g- glimpse that they see of it. Well, we'll come to the cuteness mm. later on. So, I remember, uh, so I saw the trailer and I thought, this looks amazing. How did you hear about it? You just, the trailer? I, I just, or... I saw um, something on Twitter about it. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that the trailer had just been released and it was, I saw it, it was an A24 movie. Mm. So, I, I, we've both enjoyed those yeah. films so much recently mm-hmm. that I think... Uh, were primed to just watch whatever the next one was. Yeah. Now I didn't realize, and it doesn't really come across in the trailer, that this is in Icelandic. Oh right. You know, oh, it, you thought it, it was going to be in English. Well, I just because it was an A twenty four movie, they've all oh, been English language films okay, up to right. now. Oh, I hadn't even thought about uh, yeah, that. So I didn't know. Uh, oh, you don't like? Are you the person that, who doesn't like subtitles? I don't. I can watch a subtitle movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with. It. I can read. I can read. But do you know what I, I don't like about subtitle movies? Is this constant, and I don't. I think it's unavoidable, really that for moments you will have to divert your eyes from yeah. the actor's face to yeah. read a line of dialogue mm-hmm. and then go back and then you kind of oh there's more and then you go back so yeah. then I don't like the back and forth right yeah and no, I, guess I know what you mean and you definitely do miss anyone who says it's yeah. the same or there's no difference is, mm. is fooling no. themselves um, uh, the, the good thing about this was I suppose there wasn't a massive amount no, of dialogue in it so that was great and I, you know after a while it, it didn't bother me at all but um, so they have uh, this child that's a human sheep hybrid now when this happens i had missed a crucial shot that you pointed out to me later on there's a (laughs) moment where the first time you you understand that this has happened she's giving the baby a no it's before so so the the, the the sheep gives birth to a lamb and you don't know you just think it's a lamb they look at each other with weird looks on their faces and you don't know yeah. but then and then after that all you're seeing is the lamb's head she's yes. carrying around like a yeah, yeah. baby they bring it in all that yeah. she's very protective over it but it's fine the first time you see that it's actually half human is when uh, the sheep comes back so the yeah. poor little sheep mother yeah. keeps coming back and, and bang at the window trying to get into this little mm. lamb and then a bit, somehow the sheep brings the baby to somewhere up on the hills and then they go up and find the baby right. and when Maria picks up the baby then you see a little bum yes okay <laughs> so you missed that yeah. I that missed that big, shot I oh, don't wait, know why that was the reveal of now, it. see the reveal came for me a little later I'll, I'll get right, to that okay. but I think right this is kind of where the film started to go wrong for me because I knew what the, the, the thing was at this point I knew that there was a human so how do you know it was human when I'd seen the little bum because it's walking around upright in the in the trailer. But this was oh, and see, because the trailer. See, because yeah. I hadn't seen the yeah, trailer. Right. Because in the film, so I knew. it's just kind of poking its head up out of the mm. cot, and it just looks like it's sitting up like yeah, a lamb. Absolutely. Would. Yeah. But in the trailer, I knew you'd seen that shot of him walking oh, around and the back of the lamb. That's such a pity that they ruined it. I know. But I mean, for me, it was kind it. of 
you know, it's pretty much out in the open pretty quickly in the film. Like within 20, 30 minutes. 30 minutes in. Because yeah. it's funny. It's obviously, yeah. you know, in script writing, yeah. we teach like the first plot point comes around 30 right. minutes. And it was like almost exactly yeah. 30 minutes. But I think you could... Could you not have worked it out? No. Did you not know? <laughs> I, <did> not know. <laughs> I guess human lamb hybrid is kind of way down so to this. So for me, the reveal was brilliant because I just thought. What they did you were think just, was going on? I just thought that I, I had. You a thought feeling they were raising a very, lamb as a human. Yeah, very child, early on, yeah. like from the very first scene. You fu- so we're spoiling it now. So we've already spoiled that. So can I spoil yeah. something else? I think so. Yeah. Okay. You find out that they have lost a child. Yes. Now yeah. I I That's figured that out. Too. Okay, I figured yeah. that out from the first scene because yeah. I don't know just the fact that they were just both sitting there. They look kind of depressed, and he said something about the future going back to the past or right. something like yeah. that. I thought, okay, these two have lost a baby or something like yeah. that. So I just thought they just found this little baby, and I thought there might have been something on the lamb that signified to them this is the one they take, and they were just treating this lamb like right. a little baby. So then when I saw the little bum with that reveal, mm. uh, that was brilliant for me because I, I was not expecting that at all. See, for me, when when they the the lamb is born and they exchange a look. With yeah. each other, you definitely remember the exchange. Mm. Look, now. In that moment, I knew what what they were looking at. Right. But they just did not seem surprised enough. No. Well, by what they were saying. Well, that is the whole thing in the film. And that I is think like they never seem surprised about this. So I think the film, the film, will would have you believe that. Because you you almost have to re- retrofit it yourself. You go, okay, mm. is this a world? Is this our world? Yeah. Or. Is this a world where something like this can happen? Yeah, yeah. And, but they don't set it up that this is something that can happen. No. Because I, when I they see it, it's almost like, looking back at it, it's almost like they're kind of going, look at that. You don't see that very often. <laughs> do you? you do see it, but you don't see it. I've yeah. heard of it, mm. but I've never seen one. Right. So this, their reaction was like, it didn't feel like this. They weren't horrified. Yeah. They weren't shocked. Mm. And it was kind of like, is this something that happens? They no. never set it up that yeah. this is something that can happen in the world. No. So you're kind of going, this is a world, this is our world, this is our normal world, and I would expect normal reactions, but they don't have them. No. And then when they're, they're his, uh, Ingvar's brother, mm. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Who I think is supposed to represent the audience and they kind of walk. But even walk. he, but it, when it he comes in. quite understated as well. Yeah, because that was the reveal for me. There's a moment where oh, yeah, they're all sitting around right. having breakfast and Atta, Ata, is that the, Ada a, a, is the, is the child that's the, named after their, their child. child. Yeah. They go with the same name, talking about lazy. Yeah. But they, uh, so Even change it to Ada or something. A, a, Ada, Ada walks in, you know, in a pair of dungarees, <laughs> yeah. a woolly jumper, which yeah, I thought was oh, weird. So huge. It was the most horrific thing I've ever so seen. Huge. It was horrific. I you wanted would. a lamb baby so much after seeing this film, way yeah. more than an actual baby. But the dumb head on it, and I mean dumb as in yeah. uncommunicative, you know, just yeah. this kind of because vacant. But see, I listened. So I watched you. it for the second time last yeah. night, and this time I watched it with headphones and she makes a little noises she kind of goes eh, eh, that's eh. worse like a little baby oh so cute but also it I couldn't quite get to grips with thing. how long like this baby seemed to be born at four years old it does grow old. very quickly but see in fairness animals like lambs would grow much bigger this and faster than a baby human. it had a sheep <laughs> leg and a sheep head it had a sheep it. it had a sheep head it had a lamb head and then a sheep arm or a lamb yeah, arm leg. <laughs> front leg and then the rest of it was all human but no it did grow up very fast but I think that's just you know that would be the way with lambs mm. or puppies or dogs they do grow up a lot faster but than humans would. when it walks into the room and the it's quite well done as well. little wellies on it so walks into the cute. room 
and the brother looks at it and then looks at them. He just looks very angry. Yeah, but they, they're all kind of, the parents look a bit, oh, we forgot to tell you, we have a lamb baby. And <laughs> I just thought, what is with the, the reactions of these people? None of them are as shocked as they should yeah. be about this. No. And, but they also have one. Nobody goes, this is one of those lamb babies you hear about, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, if we were cow farmers, we could have a cow baby. Yeah, you know, you know? it but happens sometimes. It just, yeah. like every now and again, every hundred sheep is a lamb yeah. baby. But it was, yeah, so then there's this weird subplot that's introduced about Peter's relationship with Maria. He mm. seems to be in yeah. love with her yeah, and constantly yeah. trying and to persuade her like to have something sex. something has happened with them Yeah, before. or potentially was going to have yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Eventually, she kind of bundles him onto a bus. Yeah, and well, she gets gone. rid of him. Yeah, and I think that had to happen. Like in terms of the, you know, the the unrealistic ability of it. Like I think that kind of. See, I didn't mind that as much. I know it doesn't make sense because yeah. it's not really set up in the world. It's not. We're not put right. into this world where sheep are a real yeah. thing, and they don't mention that. But I suppose I just kind of thought, yeah. But in order for this film to work, because if it was a thing that they were horrified, then they'd have to like bring it to a vet, bring it to a doctor. It would be a completely different film. Like if oh we, yeah, we had, absolutely. So it's kind of like I don't really mind that because with films, I'm kind of always like. I know there's they have to be a little bit realistic, but also you're kind of just bit, uh, you know buying into this idea sure. of this world yeah. and whatever. Okay, there's certain rules within this world. I'm not really sure what they are. They're yeah. kind but of that was the that wrong. was the issue. Yeah. yeah, and you're kind of going, but, why are these people reacted to this thing? Yeah, with such a limit, like I don't know. Yeah. They just don't set it up, and yeah. I don't know how they could. I, but I think all it would take is just a scene where or a scene or two of them coming to terms with it yeah, or yeah. the sheep baby does something to endear them yeah. to itself because it's too well put it like this that. way sheep baby might be quite cute sheep teenager is yeah, not going to no, be cute when that grew big, into a proper sheep to, that to was a, not going to be cute to use a, a very appropriate phrase a big mutton headed teenager <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just it's just no, going to get horrific when I was quick. watching that last night yeah. I was thinking oh, yeah, like, this is only cute for a certain amount of time and then mm-hmm. it turns into like a teenager and like a half sheep woman and then what are they going to do yeah it's just but, not going to be yeah no I know but yeah. I didn't mind but then the also the also the thing that I thought as well like I thought this was kind of about a couple of different things obviously it was about you know nature and the way we treat animals but also was about parenthood and I suppose for me it was like their grief was so big it was so huge at the, at the losing of their daughter that anything at all that seemed in any way like a, re- a replacement almost for yeah. that I, I to me that's what it, for me that's what it was like that it was more just they were so consumed by their grief their daughter and yeah. so happy to think that they could be happy again like that and right. I kind of think yeah it's strange I just don't I didn't mind that because it was like I kind of bought in very quickly they know this is weird but they're just going to go along with it but also I mean it's it's I think weird is the understatement because this is kind of this changes the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See, that, that this so is, that's why I, I think they couldn't react the way you would normally react mm. to it because if they did, that would be a completely different type of film, you know? But I think in in the moment when the when the when the sheep baby is born, mm. they just exchange a kind of that's a bit weird look. Yeah. And they kinda of go, There has to be more than that. Yeah. Even in that moment. Where mm. no matter how quickly they come to terms with it, there has to be utter horror yeah. at that well, moment well actually the, the way just... they looked at each other the very first time I saw it when I didn't know it was a yeah. sheep baby I thought and that's why I thought there was some sort of mark I thought they were expecting something she says to him at one stage 
oh, I haven't checked up there, check up there for, uh, for you, you, you should check up in the top bar. Right. And I don't, this isn't right. But the very first time I saw it, the way they reacted, it almost seemed like they were expecting it. So then I thought it was going to be like, this is some sort of special lamb that yeah. they were going to bring home. But and again, you're, you're trying to fill in the gaps that the film doesn't yeah, explain. Yeah. Now, we won't give away the ending of the film, but the opening shot is this point of view shot of someone or something walking through the snow, approaching yeah. a, 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 a group mm-hmm. of horses. And it's this heavy kind of guttural yeah. breathing. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the horses scatter out of the way and then it approaches the, the sheep, sheep barn. barn. Yeah. And that's the last you we said, see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that pays off later on. And then you see a sheep come out and collapse. Yes. Yeah. And so, but that pays, we won't go into that part of it, but it, because it, it, that would be a spoiler, I mm-hmm. think. But um, I just kind of, you know, with the, with the the way the baby was handled, or the sheep baby was handled, I, I almost felt like the, the, the subsection with the brother, you could have lifted that all out. Yeah. I know you, need, you almost needed another person, but it was almost like you could have played it that, I, I, almost in a way where you weren't sure if what you were seeing was what was real. Mm-hmm. Like if the, the version of this hybrid was just how they imagined it or how they were coming to terms yeah. with it or yeah. but that might have made it I was going to say might have made it unintentionally comic but it was unintentionally comic I found mm. uh, not in a kind of in a way that ruined the movie in any yeah. way but there was there was some, some moments where I kind of went this is borderline funny but there's something weird about it and I, I'm not yeah. sure that's a, where they were going for it right yeah so funny I, mean, I didn't mind that as much I did think maybe and I thought maybe we might find this out during the movie that it was there was some sort of folklore or something mm. like that that it was based on and it seemed and to that, be that there was and, and but. yeah and, and then one stage um, the very first time when they have that little lamb in and you don't know yet that it's it's half human yeah. and the sheep is bleating outside the window and she's yeah. just there watching something on TV and she gets up to, to close the window she says oh, what did he say there I didn't hear it yeah yeah. And he said something about folklore. So I didn't know if that was a little right, kind okay. of, you know, hint there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't mind the, with the brother as well. I just kind of felt even though his reaction was completely muted and understated, yeah. they needed somebody else there to show us the audience. No, this isn't totally because they were acting like this. That was totally normal. And he but was his, saying this is like this yeah. is unnatural. But it did almost seem like something that maybe this is something that possibly could have happened at some stage. He'd just never seen yeah. it before. Kind of. But thing. I think it, it was almost like if their reaction to this was a two out of ten, his was a three. It, it, it didn't it more push. like a five. Do you think so? I and think then, all he said was, well, that's you, fucked up. Now again, this is what he <laughs> tried to do. Do you not remember what he tried to do? What he was about to do? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. He, he was going to do something very extreme to the lamb. Yeah. And the lamb, and then she, she won him over because she's so cute in her little yeah, jumper yeah. and coat and all that. So he re, he thought this was like an abomination, basically. Mm, he did say yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know if I said that word right. But <laughs> he said something about, this, is, this isn't right. This is an animal. Yeah, yeah. This is, and, and at one stage, he tries to feed her grass. And then she comes and he's like, here at the start and then the father comes over and he goes mental and he said like this is ridiculous you're acting like this is human and it's not so I just thought that he was just somebody who just needed they needed to have somebody there yeah, yeah. It's like 80%. Yeah. Just but, the head, you know, that was the tough bit. Yeah. But I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that aspect of it too much. I just find, I know it was completely different. We say with the Green Knight now, I know that was different. You knew it was based on a poem mm. and you knew it was based on a certain time. But again, there's a lot of stuff that happens there. That it's, and it's a fantasy type yeah, thing. Yeah. I know this wasn't a fantasy. It's more of a thriller. But with these type of psycho thrillers or whatever they're called, psychodramas, I just think, there's certain things that you have to just buy into mm. when you're watching those type of films. I don't mind doing that. I know other people I, maybe don't like. Doing I just that thought so they, 
I just thought the filmmaker was didn't do a lot of work to help you understand their reasoning. Right. They yeah. just kind of went. It's a bit weird. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of it. Let's why don't without even talking, they kind of went. Let's let's take this half human, half black. Yeah. We'll just. Remember the kid we used to have? Let's just call it that. Yeah. No, definitely, I'll get the cut out. And yeah. like they, they basically, they exchange that look. And the next scene, he's pulling the, the old cut out of the <laughs> barn. And they kind of go, there has to be more yeah. between seeing a human-sheep hybrid mm. and then, you know, uh, yeah. picking out wellies for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder, was there? Because it almost did seem like maybe there was parts cut there, out. I'm sure there was. So sure maybe was. there was a yeah, lot more yeah. exposition and then maybe he just thought, fuck it, actually, I don't yeah. want to put any of that but stuff in. that was not a film that was crammed with detail. No. They, oh, no. It was very they, minimalist. They really took <laughs> their time with the yeah. very slender thread of plot that yeah, they had. Yeah. So they could have top-loaded that with a bit more time getting used to it. Yeah. I, I felt that... With, with such a shocking premise, there needed to be something where they they just went too quickly to adoption. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They just, and you but didn't ever what, get the sense yeah. that they were grieving. They, obviously, they were grieving. But it, I, I felt they were functioning. They were getting things were quiet. They hmm. were sad. They were grieving. But I, but I think it was just, there was no, it was so obvious there was no real joy in their life anymore. Yeah. And I think for this, it just seemed like it was just a chance to get any sort of joy. Now, they didn't particularly, that was more just a meaning that I placed yeah. on it. I didn't particularly no, I think, get I that from right. the film. There's something happens at the end, I won't give away, that what the mother does, that also made me think, okay, I think she knew this was coming. She This was just right. like something, like she just wanted happiness for a, a moment even. Because it was, it, obviously yeah. that had been just completely think, taken I, away from them. I think by the end of it, she would have held on to that happiness at all costs mm. but i i just kind of felt with that that it, like they, they were obviously grieving but it felt like it didn't feel like their relationship was going to unravel mm. it didn't it felt like they were grieving yeah, and they were, like they were they were coping yeah, relatively yeah. well <clears throat> it didn't mm-hmm. feel like they were going to implode if it didn't seem like they hated each other they were just quiet and grieving and they kind of seemed like they were quite stoic characters anyway yeah. kind of unemotional yeah. mm-hmm. maybe that's a, a, an Icelandic cliche that they're a bit reserved yeah but um but it just I just think the film made no effort to get you from most bizarre birth ever <laughs> that just raised an eyebrow to let's adopt this thing and raise it as our own and mm-hmm. not have any conversation yeah. about how that would work or not be won over in any way mm-hmm. to consider well maybe this is a possibility yeah no definitely and there definitely could have been more in it it was fair it was you know it was one of the more sparse films I've seen yeah. in a while but I really really liked it though the same I liked I it too. I really felt like it, it didn't it, it probably could have benefited from that and there's stuff mm. that happened at the end where I kind of thought ah I wanted to see that more more and I wanted that to come in earlier and all that sort of stuff. Well, so, and that's what kind of turned it. So I was trying to think of like my, my rating for this at the time and I had put it as if it was the five star rating, 3.5 because I was thinking if I'd, if I'd gotten more of this thing I was thinking about towards the end that might have made it a four sure. or a five. So it definitely could uh, it could benefit I think from having more in it. But it just very much got the sense that the director just felt like it didn't need that. Mm. Like it was just about I mean, this a, story. A, a couple of well placed lines of dialogue. Now you don't want it to be as heavy handed as I've heard about this, you know, but I never, you know, but there could have been, it wouldn't have taken much, but I just found that moment where they just kind of look at each other and it like, let's say for argument's sake, if they had had, uh, uh, I don't know, a child with an extra finger or something like that, they might've just looked at each other and go, extra finger. But it was just, you know, 
human Quite a baby bit bigger with than a it. big sheep's head. <laughs> and, and then there's a scene where she's in the bath with the thing. Oh, yeah, that's funny. And they're flicking water at each other and the big vacant head on that sheep. Oh, it no, was... it's so cute. I wanted a sheep baby no. so much after this. So much quieter than normal babies. <laughs> I meant, like, most of my notes that I met last night was pretty much like, my God, that lamb baby is so cute. <laughs> I just can't say, God, I really love that lamb baby. Do you know what else, though, I thought was great? So the lamb births all looked fair like it seemed they like were they were real, yeah, they were real. so yeah, the yeah. actors were, were they really did, pretty they much were acting sheep, like farmers yeah, in it yeah. and even at one stage she asked at the beginning um i actually thought it was going to be it might be a bit gory at the beginning because you're seeing kind of not gory but uh it was quite detailed and said the births you're seeing real live sheep births or yeah. lamb births and then she gets a little um and she um she tags it so she has to cut off a little piece of her yeah, ear yeah. it looked like that was real i think she, it was God, yeah, like I, I know, obviously was. that's probably what they do on farms, but you think yeah, like yeah. animal rights laws in films are so strict? Yeah. I was wondering, but did I think the actor this, really do that? I think oh no, she I suppose did. that was probably farmer. No, I think she did because it was just a close up of the hand, wasn't it? Yeah, like it really looked like but she I, was doing it. I think it. I read something about the fact that they did do those things. Right. You know? he, the director grew up on a sheep farm. Right. And, and this was his directorial debut. This was his first. Right. Start. So I thought for his debut, it was oh, really, absolutely. really, really good. Um, Vladimir Johansson. Yeah. Now, I mean, I um, I had to I have to say by the end of it, I really enjoyed it. I felt that now without getting into the ending, mm-hmm. it was like the film takes a very strong left turn yeah. right at the end. Yeah. And, and I think does. it's left too late. I would have liked that. To yeah. come. That's one thing I would have loved. Now, again, when I watched it again last night, all that stuff at the start, when you can mm. see there's something coming, I completely missed that the first time. Yeah, it was yeah. only the second time watching it, knowing more. Yeah. But I would have loved it that had come in earlier. Because that, mm. that, that, the thing that happens is so interesting. I would have yeah. liked to see more it's of hard that. hard to talk about it without, yeah. when we're not actually mentioning what it is. Mm-hmm. But the thing that happens does explain the world in a way. Yeah. But... Uh, but it's very late yeah and I guess like logically you can look back at it and go okay I can look back at it now and know that they were aware of this type of this is the type of world and they're aware of it Mm. you know but yeah it doesn't help you as a viewer when at the start you're kind of going well these are just people like you and I living in the same world you and I live in Mm. Uh, but this fantastic thing has happened and they're just not as bothered as yeah. they should be. Yeah, I suppose just any time I watch a film, I kind of like films anyway that I don't, where they don't feel like they have to explain everything. Sure. But any time I see a film where something like that abnormal does happen or fantastic, I suppose even without them saying it, I think I just always assume, okay, this is a world where that could happen, yeah. basically. Unless they react completely oh, like the way yeah. we would. Like, see, I, I think, all oh, right, that's that's obviously a possibility yeah. in, that, in this world. You see, everybody had a version of the appropriate reaction but it was just so scaled down yeah you know it was so it was like the minimum reaction they could have to this it was just barely enough to say this is weird you know and it was just raised eyebrows or now the brother reacted more extreme you're right it's probably closer to a five than a three but Mm -hmm. it was still way down the list oh yeah it was it was really scaled down but i i kind of think maybe the reason for that was because otherwise the reactions would have sort of gotten the way of the movie and it would have turned it into a different film then i think if they try and explain this world then later on that final moment loses its impact yeah and but i think so i think what they're trying to do is they're trying to they're trying to preserve that moment at the expense of the it's like the internal logic of the film where it, it to me i'm kind of going right you are conscious you're actively making this film seem 
like it isn't as aware of itself as it should be. Mm -hmm. But really what you're doing is you're protecting your surprise later on. Right. Do you and think that's what it is? I right. think so. Okay. I think it's kind of like if I they give a yeah. hint that this is possible at the end, then it loses its impact when it happens. Yeah, I suppose. You know? Yeah, no, that's true. And yeah, that is true. So maybe that's some of it. But I think that's okay because then when the thing happens at the end, I, what really did surprise me, I was like, mm. oh, wow. But the only thing I wanted was I wanted to see more of that yeah, yeah. the whole way through. But yeah, there is much more of a... So because that didn't pay off enough right. for me. So like the surprise wasn't enough for me. Sure. But funny, I didn't mind the not explaining things because yeah. that's just not something. See, I don't, I don't, I don't mind if they don't explain it. But what I, what I feel is uh, they don't explain the world well enough. But when they don't do that, unless I'm told otherwise, I'm going to assume that the world is like our world. Right, yeah. And then when people don't react appropriately, you're kind of going, well, what's wrong with these people? Okay, and, yeah. You know, and it's kind of, it's because the film hasn't explained itself properly and it's not that it has to spell it out in such detail but it still has to it feels like a cheat later on when you kind of go oh this is a world where this stuff happens mm. and you know but the film wanted me to think that this is our world yeah because the, the idea to the audience has to be that this is a shocking idea that this child would be born this way and that they would adopt it mm. so if it's a world where this kind of thing happens every now and again, that's not so shocking. Yeah. So I, yeah it's I like they want it both ways. Yeah, yeah. Know? No, I think that is some of it. And I think some of it was probably the director thinking like, that you know and I think directors can be a little bit cocky like this where they kind of think I don't need to explain this or I don't and, and you know a lot of the time that will actually kind of, sometimes it will annoy me a yeah. little bit. But with this one, I just felt like it was more, not that it was something that could happen every so often, but more that maybe it was yeah, it was more that this 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 thing had happened, but because they wanted this, they knew it was strange, but because they wanted this, another baby or another child so much, they were kind of willing to overlook how strange this was, but also that this was a world where everything was going to be a little bit muted, that the normal reactions didn't apply for whatever reason, yeah, yeah. and that wasn't really explained, whether it's something that could have happened or whatever else. Yeah. But the, the the reactions weren't going to be the same as they yeah. are in our world, yeah. and that kind of I didn't mind that as much. My biggest thing was that I thought the thing at the end was it was too big of a thing to introduce so late, and I wanted that to mm. I wanted to see more of that throughout the film. Yeah, so that think, was why it didn't get a bigger. But star I think in, in trying me. to to preserve the impact of that moment, they then had to cheat the rest of the film into yeah. making you think that, you know. That either either a this was normal, yeah, or that somehow they weren't as concerned as they should have been. I think if uh, I'm yeah. just reading here, Alison Wilmore of Vulture wrote, by the time the final act rolled around, Lamb approaches the idea that there's a price that must be paid with a shrugging diffidence mm -hmm. rather than impending doom. It's such an under underwhelming conclusion to a film with such a compelling star. Yeah, no, I and that was the the downfall for me was the conclusion. But yeah, maybe yeah. you're right. That's because maybe that's because it wasn't set up enough. But I wouldn't have minded that as much if if the thing at the end had got more airplay, or if that had been introduced quicker, or if that had been explained yeah. a little bit more. That was the part where I thought, oh, and I was the whole way through going, how are they gonna finish this one now? Because it because that it was so muted the so whole way. So should they have taken so, out that opening shot of the? figure whoever it is approaching mm. the the lamb with this grunting kind of and the other animals are scared of of this presence well mm. should that have been taken out and did they just start with the two of them on the farm 
is that just to maybe but then is I that suppose, just for you to later on go oh that's what that well was, i think so know? because and i didn't even notice it the first time i watched it yeah. it was only when i watched it the second time where i realized oh right okay yeah, yeah. now i understand what this yeah. is and it, so it is kind of one of those things where it's you almost have to watch it twice I did find. you watch the trailer afterwards no i haven't watched the trailer okay. yet at all so i must watch it and watch see, the trailer see. because the the film that's promised in the trailer is not the one we get right it really I think is I watched maybe three quarters yeah. of it or something like that it does play out like thing. a more of a horror film in the trailer it does see now again the second time i watched it it seemed more like it looked kind of like the way i thought the green knight did as well it kind of looked and sounded like a horror film it, it wasn't a horror right. film but there were certain shots that i only noticed the second time just in terms of how it was colored and the right. look of it and even the the framing of the shots if i just saw if they put all those shots together in a trailer it yeah. would very much it'd be very easy to make it look but like a horror film and it, the sound as yeah. well it's not, it sounds like a horror film in this film right if they had if they had somehow let's say there's a car crash and they find a car crash parents bed dead and there's a baby there and they mm. take that baby and bring it home and raise it as their own then their brother shows up and sees this new baby that nobody said anything about yeah. and then he is sent on his way you know and he doesn't tell anybody about it and then they just you know how is that in terms of a story structure how is that different than the the hybrid thing? The hybrid but, thing only pays off mm, at the end. At the end, but that's the, just when you're saying there about that. Say that's a, a story that could happen in a horror film. I think when I'm watching something that I know, I know it's not a horror film, but that it is what's the psychodrama, chamber I, horror. I think yeah, it was called at one stage where there's not right. it's not particularly gory. Again, anytime I watch those films that are in a little bit, I just always think, okay, the rules in this world are going to be slightly different. Yeah. People are going to do things. Like, there's that Keanu Reeves film. I've never seen it. I actually only heard it because they reviewed it on How Did This Get Made, right. that podcast he recommended to me. And it was about uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the famous actor. Keanu Reeves is in a car crash with his uh, uh, wife and kids. Everyone's killed except for him. So he clones them. Maybe it's just called clones. Oh, now, it sounded horrific. I've never, I yeah, never yeah. heard it. And they were basically, um, they were kind of saying, "Yeah, this is ridiculous." But I kind of just think, in that world, again, yeah. obviously things like that can happen. I just, it's kind sure. of like when you when mm. you check into one of these types of films, it's like, right, yeah, no, this it's not like I'm watching a mm. drama, a straightforward drama here. Yeah. But it, in that different. film, I guess they probably settled it very quickly that cloning is possible. Mm. And it's in the future, and it's probably a lot of well, signifiers. Apparently, they did, and now there were people who re, who did react and were kind of like the audience. Like right. his assistant was like, "Um, yeah, can I just pretend they're still alive? What about work? Yeah. What about our family?" You yeah. know, he did. Yeah. There was one person who was like, "They were yeah. saying the writers were obviously thinking, okay, we need to address these concerns." Yes. But I also, yeah, so there's some of that. But I just think with these kind of sci-fi, strange, psychodrama, whatever they are, yeah. I tend to just think, okay, yeah, whatever is this is a slightly different. It's it's very very similar to our yeah. world, but it's slightly. But different. I think the film did nothing to help you along the way with that. You just had to go, okay, the way, the weird thing that's happened and the weird reactions, I guess this is just how it is in this yeah, world. Yeah, that but is kind of... But they did nothing to help you along no, with that. No, like in they that just... way it was kind of, I don't want to say lazy because I don't think it was lazy, but yeah, no, I think very much the director just very much thought, no, this mm. is how I want to tell the film mm. and that's it. And I read an interview, a good interview with him and the, the actor, the lead actor in it who plays Maria. Um, and they asked, is this based on folklore? Because a lot of people thought that mm. apparently it's not. There's no, right, like, yeah. Icelandic... But it is kind of called a folkloric psychodrama, but there's actually... I thought there might have been an Icelandic figure right. that's ha that is, like, yeah, half yeah. a sheep, half human or whatever, but um, there's okay. not. So it's okay. just something that he came up with himself, but he did okay. grow up on a sheep farm. But so I think, I think in, in that instance, I think rather than them, relatively speaking, instantly accepting 
this. I just think there was scope for them to kind of, you know, naturally be. I just don't think anyone would go. This is a viable option to the mm. child we lost. I think there needs to be some kind of conflict there mm. that they somehow resolve yeah, and see the benefit and just yeah. say they. No, I definitely think know. that would have helped because even in something like Pet Cemetery, because I was thinking, well, in Pet Cemetery, they thought it was fine to bury it in this graveyard and it would come back, but there are other characters but there were saying, to yeah, that. yeah, there, there were, were and there were other yeah. characters saying, no, don't do that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. You can't deal. You can't mess with this. They don't come this. back the same um, and all yeah. of that. No, but and, and rules are laid way, out there. Yeah, and in a way that was better because there was yeah. Yeah. You could tell it was a slightly different world, but the rules, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The rules were laid better. So yeah, laid out better. So too. I think it's not even so much the rules; it's more that people act appropriately yeah, within that to the characters you've set up. Yeah. So if you set up these two ordinary people who are sheep farmers, and a human sheep hybrid is born. It should be more than a look exchange mm. between the two, and it's almost like in that look, are they both going? we could adopt this thing yeah. or we could I think I've got a jumper that'll fit him yeah. <laughs> I can't have a bath with him in about 20 minutes yeah. but or her uh, but it's um, yeah I just but mm. that said it was it kept my interest I, yeah just about I would say okay right uh, I wasn't totally engrossed by it okay. it was not the film that the trailer promised mm. uh, and it wasn't it wasn't even that it was a different film but just as good yeah, it was not as good a film. Yeah, no, I, you know, I actually think I might have watched the trailer after I watched it the yeah. first time, and I thought it, it would seem like it was almost going to be a bit more like Midsummer or something like that. Yes. A lot more. Yeah. Kind and of, I think they actually maybe thing. had some musical cues that were very. If they yeah. weren't from that film, the, they were very much of that type. A twenty four. If you look at their trailers now, there does seem to be a very, I actually, yeah, very percussive, that. clunky, yeah, uh, rhythmic kind yeah. of thing going through. I was and wondering it, that. I think do A twenty four films do they just have a certain look and sound that all their films have to know? It's, it's great. Is, yeah. It's always really good, yeah. but it, it definitely there's a very distinctive look and sound yeah. to all of their. But films. But there is a so. danger that that's going to become oh oh yeah yeah you know definitely. and I think they're at that point now where yeah. they kind of have to go okay we've we've we established this thing people are right on the edge of getting tired of it maybe or if they're not, I think you almost have to be a, a step ahead of your audience and kind of go, mm. if we do this two more times, yeah. we'll, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll wear out our welcome. Yeah. Let's do it one more time I and no one so. can stop you. Know? Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, uh, but I did think the CGI in it was quite good. Yeah, Apparently it was absolutely. a mixture of CGI yeah. and a real animal and then young actors as well. And I thought mm. that was quite, there was only maybe one or two where I thought, oh yeah, that's definitely CGI. But there was a lot of it. Was, I, was, I was thinking, is that CGI or is that a real person? Like where, yeah, yeah. It, but it seemed like it was a real actor with a CGI it's head. A CGI on woolly head on it. Yeah, but I, I thought it was funny that they had it wearing a woolly jumper. Oh, the jumper was just so cute. The but is not the, 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 the issue? The, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's like if you came if you came back like with a, a cow head yeah. and you put a leather jacket on, yeah, it, you wouldn't do that. You know, it just seems. I know. Yeah. I know she don't die giving her wool, but yeah, <laughs> um, I know. But I would like so out of five, what would you give it? Out of five, I think I would go a three. Right, I said yeah. three point five, just yeah. because I think for me it's like three point five is I would recommend it. Well, I think yeah, I think I think three I'd recommend it. Five just seems. Five is perfect, almost. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's not. I don't think it's that close to perfect. I don't no, no. I, I don't even know if um, I'd give it a four because, again, I think the ending of it could have been so much more expanded upon and, and that would have made it a more yeah. interesting film. And it what there were points where they could have, it should have expanded yeah. more. But for me, I just think it's a really interesting film. It's it's great to see films that are just a little oh, bit absolutely. different. Absolutely. And just, and I, I just, thought it looked great. I yeah. thought it sounded great. I thought the actors were very good in it. Yeah. Particularly her. She I just think the good. storytelling wasn't quite as thorough as it could have been. No. And not that I need everything explained. I just feel like you have compelling characters, you have an interesting setup, but you you sacrifice the logic of it all for a shock later on. Right, okay. And, yeah, funny, yeah, I hadn't coming. I hadn't thought of that shock later yeah. on. I didn't think that was the reason. I just thought they're just doing this thing where they don't explain anything. And all, you know, so. it's also like, you know, how are we gonna resolve this thing? I've got an idea. What if we did this? It was a it's little just bit so like left that. field. Yeah, it just no, it was. Work, it know? was a little bit like that, and that's why I thought, oh, that could have been so interesting if yeah. they had have introduced that earlier on. So yeah, yeah. So I would say three point five because yeah. I think it's better than average, and I would recommend it. But it's not. Well, I, I'm saying amazing. three because I'm thinking of two point five as average. Okay, and it's a bit above that. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But only. It only gets above average for me because it's an above average concept. Yeah. I don't think the execution is as okay. good as it could have been. You yeah. Know, or I wanted it to yeah. be, to be honest. But I would definitely recommend it yeah. to watch. It's an interesting one. So Lamb is out now in some cinemas. <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know where your area <laughs> is. But it is it is out now. It's, it's in the uh, cinema at the moment, is it? Yeah, it, it pretty much is. It was released on uh, the 13th of July in America. Oh, no, it was premiered in Cannes on the 13th of July. But it was premiered in uh, late September. Okay, so it's right. probably still around. Yeah, I think it would be a good to. one to see in the cinema as well. Just with the sound. Yeah, the sound absolutely. is quite interesting. There's a couple of red herrings in there. I really thought that uh, tractor was going to turn into something. That the old witch? tractor. They kept oh, yeah, shots yeah, they kept of going that. To that yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, there's a couple of red herrings. But um, I would recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We never mentioned our intros or anything like that. Oh, right. Excuse me. Uh, so one we'll of us would be doing a, we'll just put those an in. intro for um, that. And, so uh, next, and hopefully your friend will be doing an intro for the next one. Yes. So next up is our recommend album recommendation, which was the album 2020 by English musician Richard Dawson. And next may be your own with an introduction to it. If not, it'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> So my friend Jeroen Sagman is in Belgium at the moment where he lives. Jeroen uh, and I were in bands together for many years and I miss him greatly. Um, but Jeroen was very kind enough to send me and uh, Lorraine a message. Um, and me and Lorraine is right in this context, not Lorraine and I, me and Lorraine. Uh, so Jeroen writes, hey Will and Lorraine, sorry for the slow replies, it's been quite hectic here with renovations and work. So, for me, the Richard Dawson album 2020 is one of the most touching records I've heard in a while. Despite what the title may suggest, the album was written, recorded and released before the pandemic and has nothing to do with it. Nevertheless, it was and still is the perfect record to get us through some of the lockdown downers and perils. The songs are very story-based, reflecting on the zeitgeist of the English class struggle. They remind me of Ken Loach in that sense. I find it hard to call out standout songs as I like thinking about this as an album. But I reckon songs like Jogging, Two Halves, Heart Emoji are the ones that got me into the album. I chose this record as this record deserves to be listened to and because I'm curious about what you and Lorraine will think about it. Also, he just released a new record today called Henke. I'm listening to it now and so far it's great. And he finishes it with a hug and I would gladly accept that hug, my good friend. And thank you for choosing this record and taking the time to write the message. Thanks, Jerome. 
Had you heard of Richard Dawson no, before this? No, I never heard of him. So much so yeah. that when you texted and said Richard Dawson 2020, I automatically assumed it was Richard Dawkins. Yeah. I, thinking, I didn't know he was God making music. God the musical. I didn't make that mistake. Some, music would be. Someone told me they were going to see Richard Dawson live doing a gig, and I was going. Yeah, I know, you know, I kind of thought it's uh, to music or something. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so you had heard of him? I'd heard of him, and I knew the song on the album called Jogging. Right, okay, yeah. That was a single off the yeah. album, and I'd, uh, like lots of people I know, mm-hmm. who would like his music. And, right. uh, he's one of those guys I've been meaning to check out because so many people I know, like, have recommended him to me. Okay, right. But this is, uh, this was released in 2019. Mm. And, okay, um, right. So. I had heard the song Jogging, mm-hmm. but I hadn't connected that I had heard it until it actually started playing because I hadn't okay. looked ahead at the track list or anything. Where had you heard it? Uh, via that uh, Twitter link that people oh, had right. on, and okay. I just clicked on it then. Yeah. But I hadn't made the connection back to that it was on this album or whatever. Okay, so when, yeah. it, when it started up, I, I did know it. Yeah. Um, right. So how would you describe it what would you how would you what was your first impression of the first track what did you think yeah when it first started it, it seemed the music was quite heavy and it ended up being quite different to what i originally thought because it seemed almost a little bit rocky at the start but then in the end i thought oh no this is more of a folky it's mm. more like a folky rock yeah, or something yeah. kind of yeah i think maybe for folk, me like folk that, rock, yeah I I, say, like that, that first song had elements Civil of servant, uh, I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, was, it was the first. Uh, yeah, and first it was. Um, it had kind of prog rock kind of yeah, feelings to me as bit. well. Yeah, it did yeah. kind of early Genesis with some of the keyboards. Yeah. And yeah. then a bit King Crimsony with uh, the way the guitars and the, the, the weird kind of stuttery rhythms of mm. it as well. Yeah, no, um, it didn't feel like that. And right. it, yeah, and, and I liked it straight away, but I did think this is quite dense in a way, this yeah. music. And I said, this is. And it seems to be constantly changing. Yeah. And I yeah. quite like that in the song. I like mm-hmm. lots of parts, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it seemed afterwards, I did a bit of reading on it, and he plays pretty much everything yeah, himself. Yeah, he plays everything. And he, but it has that Proper kind musician. of loose play, but it's still quite tight. Mm. You know, it's not sloppy in any way, but mm. it's just. It is very dense. It feels like there's a lot of yeah. things going on at the one time. Yeah, and, and it can kind of, of change very quickly, yeah. and you don't even know where it's going, and, and it's it, not following it, a usual rhythm definitely. or something. And his kind of folk roots are, are kind of obvious, but it, it, but I found it was like the kind of very English, almost acoustic. Um, Frog rock of the seventies, yeah, which kind of had a, 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 a country feel to yeah, it, an English kinda, countryside yeah, feel. You and know? they kind of remind just because the way he sings, he's kind of like speaking and singing at the same time, yeah. and his lyrics are really important, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But kind of remind me a little bit of—is it John Cooper Clark? Right. That, yeah, now yeah. I know it's not as aggressive as that. No. Really, he's more, and he is really just talking in a lot sure. of his. And I, I really like some of his stuff. But uh, when I first listened to it, I thought, oh, okay, it's, it's one of these type of yeah. albums. And then later on, I heard some other music and I don't know much about Damien Dempsey so maybe he's the wrong reference but he was singing in a certain way he was singing more and sounding more folky mm. but I was thinking oh right this is that kind of sounds a little bit like Damien Dempsey or one of these type right. of more folky kind of ballady almost things but that yeah. was only one song that was yeah but he's, he, I time. think he's a lot more musically complex than a lot of those yeah, yeah it was very it was a bit more unusual than yeah. say Damien Dempsey's music it was more his voice reminded me of him at one stage right but it, there's another Irish man I've forgotten his name now and he was more similar to him and 
again in that style of that kind of folky ballady, but yeah. he was a bit more unusual. His 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 um, the kind of rhythms were more unusual. His songs kind of, yeah. kind of a different layout to them than you would. Sort of and he expect. wasn't making any effort to hide his accent as well. No, it he very really, much came really strong Geordie accent. Yeah, course. absolutely. Yeah. And you can really hear that. And there was some um, some of the, uh, the the mismatch of st- not mismatch but the, the contrast of styles within songs like mm-hmm. some songs would start up where you kind of go like I know enough about indie musicians to know that there was very high proportion of them have a secret metal past you know oh, when they were right. into speed metal and okay. trash and stuff like that it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a weird kind of number of indie guitarists who had, were into metal when they were younger okay. and I kind of got that impression right. with him that okay. he had a he had some uh, flirtations with that. Yeah, there was well, one the guitar song, is really very much sounded like that. It was a black triangle had a very kind of metally guitar start to it, and like there were some yeah. that were very. You could see they started off life as very almost conventional pop songs. Yeah, but then he started <laughs> messing them up the a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, like two halves. The one about football. Oh yeah. Was, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was quite funny. But there was, then, there was heart, I liked heart emoji. That yeah, was, that yeah, was great. That was one of my favorite but ones. in two halves, he had this weird, weird thing. I guess it was the first time I fully noticed the, the way he approaches lyrics and melodies, where the lyrics of the verses just seemed like they could have been lifted straight out of a text message to yeah, somebody. Yeah, that's so what there, it was there was like, one yeah. line in that where it said something like. Um, oh, we were kicked up and down the field mm. in the first half or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. But then when it gets to the chorus, the chorus is a bit more structured. It had mm. this man on, man on right. uh, refrain that kept yeah, going. So yeah. it felt like almost rambly conversational style verses mm. and then a very structured yeah. chorus. Yeah, it and definitely seemed like that. And it, it was really good in a way because, as you know, I don't tend to listen to lyrics much at all. Yeah. But with this, it kind of it forced me to listen to the lyrics because yeah. it was the, the lyrics for me were my favourite part of it. The music, yeah. now, like there was definitely parts of the music where I thought, oh, that's really nice or that's really interesting. But it was I was listening to it more for the lyrics and it was really good in a way because it made me think I really should listen to lyrics and other yeah, people's yeah. songs more but it almost seemed like in a way the music was kind of just incidental to the lyric like it was yeah, really yeah. about what he was saying and, and it did seem sound like a conversation a lot of the time but the way like to me it, said, it was so easy to listen to and to mm. hear what he was saying that that yeah. made me think this is actually probably quite hard to write that it's the yeah, fact that it's, it's so that, easy to listen it's, to it's very deceptive how his stuff is put together it feels like there's a very like with that song with the verses where that seemed like they're straight out of a text conversation mm. uh they just seemed so informal yeah but yet they fit yeah the meter of that's, what was that's happening the thing, yeah and but then there was the song the freshers ball where mm-hmm. he's talking about bringing his daughter to dropping her off at university for oh the first yeah, time. yeah 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 it's really lovely yeah. sweet song yeah and um but and then, He's not afraid to wander off the melody a little bit in the music and leave that and then find his way back. Mm, um, But I think what what came across for me was that this feels very much like a a concept album. Yeah. And there's this state of the nation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it feels very claustrophobic and very... um, The the narrator or or the singer in, in this is very much drowning under the weight yeah. of the world mm-hmm. in, in that sense yeah. and, and, but fighting against it at the yeah. same time but uh, yeah it was so, very much driven by social issues you know a lot of this was about that especially going on in, in, in Britain absolutely, at, at the yeah. time so the album's press release as it says here it describes Britain as an island country in a state of flux a society on the edge of mental meltdown mm. and that does come across like the civil servant song 
about somebody you know not wanting to go into work and just mm, you know yeah and um and, and and i guess in a way that's not an unusual topic for a song but i just think he he, the way he handled it so yeah, well yeah it, yeah it really did like to me it kind of sounded it was almost they were almost like short stories mm. rather than songs yeah. it was like a collection of short stories or something about his life and i was wondering as well like with civil servant it seemed like he was talking about teachers but i don't know if it was teachers or not but was he a civil it. servant or not a sure teacher? i was wondering whether they were on a biop- surprised, biographical because you know? it seemed like they, they could be but then he's the song fulfillment center which is about an amazon worker oh and yeah, and yeah just this idea amazon, of yeah. um like having to pee into bottles because you can't stop and use the toilet and yeah, stuff like that and yeah, just the degra- yeah. degradation of that work yeah definitely um, yeah but i'm not sure what he did before this and uh he's um he's an interesting character but he's uh um he doesn't seem to give a lot of of interviews or anything like that. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had never seen him before, and I heard his voice before I saw an image of him. When I saw the image, I thought, "Oh, right, he doesn't look like what I was expecting him to look like at all." Now yes, that I've seen yeah, him, yeah. and I so I watched the video for jogging, and I watched the video with subtitles on it, and right. that I thought that was really good. Actually, like the subtitles were in it. Um, they were obviously part of the video. It wasn't just that you added them right. on afterwards. And it really kind of enhanced the song in a way. So now right. when I think of it, I really... And I think that song has been in my head now uh, for the last couple of days. So it's... When I first started listening to it, again, like a lot of these, I kind of thought, oh, I'm not going to like this. But yeah, then yeah. quite very quite quickly, I think in the second song then, so the first song was Civil Servant, but I thought the lyrics were interesting. So I thought, I'm not going to like this music. And then I think it was in The Queen's Head or maybe it was Two Halves where I really started to like the, the music as yeah, well. And yeah. then I started to really like his voice because it was yeah. so unusual. I love the fact that you can hear his accent. I like when, like, yeah. it's the same kind of, I know it's different, but like Dolores O'Reilly and the Cranberries, I always love the fact that you can really sure. hear her yeah, accent. Yeah. Well, like when we, like even my first encounter of it up close was in, in the band I used to play in uh, called Sattler and Mike would write songs Mike's from Mayo mm-hmm. but he would he would mention Galway in a song yeah, and he yeah. would and he was kind of going this is the first time I've heard Galway that didn't sound like the Saw Doctors yeah. not that there's anything wrong with the Saw Doctors yeah, I think yeah. they're very good but it's um, mean, yeah. it, it's just owning your your story and your history mm. and your location and your references and not doing the Route 66 thing and yeah. thinking about things that you don't you, know, you anything, don't know about anything about or yeah. wishing you were American really or something generic yeah. or something yeah, yeah. and that's Absolutely. what I really liked about this it was so local or so it was yeah. really like hyper localized like talking about these little you know incidences that happen in work or like hard emojis yeah. about a man who wakes up and sees that his partner's phone is blinking and he takes yes. it and there's a yeah. heart emoji on it and yeah, he said yeah. who and, and this, I was listening to it as I was walking I was kind of laughing because he said who would be texting her at three o'clock in yeah, the morning exactly. and I don't know what to say back or, or whatever yeah and I just thought yeah. he, he took these kind of almost like Ken Loach style scenarios yeah. and turned it really them into reminded me yeah. of Ken, it reminded me of Ken Loach and then I was reading a review and they mentioned Sorry We Missed You so I don't know if they were out at the same time or if the oh, right, okay. centre was in that but when oh, I right, saw okay. that I thought oh that's so strange because it reminds me of a Ken yeah, Loach yeah. film this very realistic down to earth you know everyday social yeah. issues that are happening <laughs> or someone like Alan Clark or someone like that you know yeah. those kind of very British very mm. kind of mundane almost but the the devil's in the details kind yeah. of stuff you know yeah and apparently a lot of them were based on conversations with that he had with fans okay. at concerts and things okay. but i wondered yeah. so maybe it wasn't all autobiographical maybe some yeah. of it was autobiographical maybe some of it was based yeah on i'm sure it's just imagining scenarios and 
creating a character to fit into it. Yeah, so and I thought they were quite cinematic as well in that, the, you know, as he was speaking, I could really visualise mm, everything yeah, he was yeah, saying. So absolutely. that's where I was kind of thinking, what is this? Like, God, again, this sounds like it would be so easy to do. Like, anybody could do it. Like, he's just talking. But it, I would imagine it's a lot more well, difficult I think, than it actually sounds. I think it's the, the detail he cho- chooses and, and just how he hooks. Like, you can't tell... You can tell a huge story using a detail mm-hmm. and i think that's what he's really good at yeah you know the things he focuses on that the things he picks up on are just so interesting yeah um, i yeah. think the, the albums he put out beforehand from what i gather are a bit more straightforward than this okay i think this is quite accessible and it's very very musical and it's 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 not an easy listen by any means but it's mm-hmm. not it just takes a bit more yeah, of your takes, concentration yeah, yeah. but you it's not to, but there's a bit hard. more commitment in this one yeah. than maybe others you have to give it more of a chance you, you do you have to i think by the third song You'll either go with it yeah, or you won't. I you know? so, yeah. I, I, to be honest, that's probably the way it should be with albums. Mm. You know, you should be, you should know by three songs in. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, if they've done yeah. their track listing properly, you know, an album has to, like any film, it has to kind of tell, this is kind of, these are the rules, these are the kind mm. of, this is the, the world we're in, this mm. is what could, could happen. Yeah. But he strikes me as, as he's, he's very much in the tradition of someone like, uh, maybe it's not an obvious trip, someone like Damon Albarn, Right. With his kind of preoccupation with what it means to be British, yeah. he's coming from a very different era, yeah. you know, the Britpop era, which was all very kind of new labor and kind of yeah. there was an optimism in the air Definitely. at the time. Yeah. But he was always more interested in the the the, un, the unpleasant undercurrent mm-hmm. of it all. Right. Yeah. So a song like "This Is a Low" on the on the Park Life record is the last full song on it. Uh, it does talk about England tumbling into the sea and just the mm. decay of it all and just the former right. faded glory and all of that stuff. And this really it picks up on that like 25 years later, I feel. Yeah, no, it and feels it's like just that, kind yeah. of, But it's, I think English pop music is the best in the world, I think. I don't mm. think there's anyone who can really, really touch it, historically speaking, mm. certainly. Mm. I mean, there's pick any English band as an Irish band just as good as them yeah. but I just think they have such a pedigree of pop music yeah, agree, stretching yeah. back 50 yeah, maybe definitely. 60 years now mm-hmm. so but the lineage you could you could trace it back to what's the name Ray Davis mm-hmm. uh, in the Kinks all the way through to, to, to this guy in the present day and I mm-hmm. think it's I just think it's, he's done something new with it, I think. Yeah, you know, and I, I just think yeah. it's a really, really... I don't know if, I, if I'll go back and listen to it too yeah, many I'm times. Yeah, I'm not sure. I might listen to some of his other stuff. It kind of reminds... It's very. It's quite different, but for some reason, I thought of Badly Drawn Boy a couple of times yeah, when I, I listened to it. Mean, now. Yeah. I do think Badly Drawn Boy, his songs are a little bit more... A lot more melodic for yeah. me, anyway, especially the era of Bewilderment, which I loved. But his, yeah. those songs are a bit more melodic. But... I don't know, maybe it was just the, the Englishness of it or, yes, or the, the yeah. Britishness of it yeah. and, and the way he spoke and everything else. But yeah. uh, I, I might go back and look at, I'd actually like to see more of his videos because his yeah. videos seemed really interesting and I liked seeing him and I liked right. being able to see the lyrics as well. So yeah. Spotify now, they have a lot of these lyrics, you know, the lyrics will come up. Sure. So the lyrics came up straight away on Civil Servant. Right. And then, I, no, I think I'd listen to it once. I didn't listen to the lyrics at all because I just automatically don't listen to lyrics. But then right. when the lyrics came up, 
on Spotify and I could see they were quite funny and quite interesting. I was thinking, oh, wow, I better, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to start listening to these properly now. So it was really good in that way because I never would have listened to this right. album otherwise. I really, okay. I don't think I would have. Um, it's not the type of music I normally listen to, but it's good because it's kind of, for one thing, it's made me think, I really should start listening to lyrics more. Maybe yeah, that'd yeah. be something that I might do now. Yeah. That'll be my phase of listening to lyrics. Right. But also it's just good, I think, to, yeah. to, to listen to stuff that you would normally never. Yeah. It'll well, kind of open, I think, open me up to more music right. of this type. I, I found with this that it's like I felt like I'd read a really great novel that isn't the type of novel that I normally read yeah and while I don't generally speak it I don't go back and reread novels yeah yeah I feel yeah. like I probably won't listen to this too many more times mm. but I think it's a fantastic piece of work and yeah. I'd recommend it to anybody mm-hmm. I just it just feels like a very big piece of work to tackle again yeah and it's not casual listening no it's not it's very active listening that is the thing it's not something you just have on the background when you're editing or something not really no yeah Uh, but a really great piece of work and I think I think we both thoroughly recommend it Mm -hmm. all right and that's uh um that's out now it's been out since 2019 2019. (laughs) um so what are you listening to or enjoying at the moment? What what could you recommend? To so I was actually struggling to find a show for a long time. Then I came across Modern Love, which we were going to talk we were about on this talk show, about but then we did. It. Yeah, <laughs> and to be honest, you know what? It's really good. There wouldn't be a massive amount to say about. Well, maybe there would. Maybe we'll do it again. The first season is great, mm. and I do think you should watch it. It's I very will. good. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, each episode is self-contained, which I love. So right. you don't have to have seen you don't the one watch before. It in any order. And it's just about um, uh, the first season is all set in New York, and yeah. each episode is a, a story about about love in some way modern love mm. and uh, it, that's pretty much all it is and, and each episode has different characters the actors in the first season are very good there's a lot of big name actors like Anne Hathaway's in one who it's funny every time I see her I'm always like oh. but then by the end of it I realise oh yeah she's, she's really she's good, good. She's <laughs> yeah. there's just something about <laughs> yeah. her at the first time I was like oh god yeah. she's a bit annoying isn't she but <laughs> I don't know why I think that but then by the end I'm always thinking yeah she's really good she, Tina Fey is in one isn't she Tina Fey's in one that was actually my least favourite episode really? I, can, and I, I thought, always quite like her yeah, yeah, I really like her. Yeah. I thought I was going to love that. Yeah. That was actually my... Le- and I like the actor, the other guy who's in it as well. That was one of my least favourite ones. The first one is great. There was, yeah, there was a couple of other... The guy who's in The Green Knight, but Dev Patel is in okay. one as well. Yeah, yeah. The second... And then I started watching the second season. The first episode of the second season is actually set in Enniscary. It's set okay. in Wicklow. So it looks... And there's two episodes in the second season that are set in Ireland. The other one has mm. Kit Harrington in it. Right. And he's playing a Dubliner. Or he's playing someone in Dubliner. So again, you'd imagine, why well, that accent's going to be bad. He actually doesn't do that bad of a job. I just find him a bit of a charisma vacuum. Oh, completely. I don't think he's a good actor. He's like your man Jamie Dornan where you're just like, God, you're just not, you're not great at all. But if you had a beard, you'd be impressed. (laughs) uh, Lorraine is, Jamie Dornan is only approved when he has a beard. Oh, like without a beard, it's yeah. just he just blends into point? the wall. But, uh, and, oh, and I also, uh, side note, watched myself and Anne as a joke. Hi, Anne, if you're listening to this, by the way, she's one of our three listeners. Oh, yeah. nice. We watched uh, Wild Mountain Time as a joke. Uh, right. You know that film? Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Again, to hear the accents, Emily Blunt has a better Irish accent than he does, even right. though he's Irish. Like, it does not right. make it. His Irish accent is terrible. Her right. Irish accent it's good it's very specific she right. kind of sounds yeah. like she's coming from the midlands or something and it's okay. quite nasally like if you were saying oh yeah she's putting on an accent of someone from like Athlone or something right. like okay. wow yeah. that's yeah. a really good but it's very and it's specific. probably a particular 
area of Atlow, like yeah, three yeah, particular it's, streets it's very, of this very accent. Specific. Yeah. But anyway, that's a side note. But we kind of watched that as, as a joke. But then by the end, we were kind of getting into it. But um, uh, yeah, so I was watching Modern Love. The other thing I started watching was season three of Succession. But I'm mm. only st- I'm st- I'm watching it in bits and pieces. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so I keep forgetting to watch yeah. it. I'm just so used to seeing things in a block right. that when I have to go back and watch them individually, I just forget yeah. that I have to watch them. <laughs> so I so I'm only on episode two. Really liking it so far yeah. I've heard people say that it's quite slow I don't think it is I think that people are just used to watching them one after the yeah, other yeah I, th- I do think the first couple of episodes I, I, I think you can feel the lockdown restrictions of shooting it because everyone seems to just be in one location oh, no right. one's really outdoors okay. for the most part and, right. but I am enjoying it it's, it's kind of I feel it could have moved along a little more than it has in the four okay. episodes that have been. Well, I've so only far. seen I think the first one. I haven't right. seen the second one. Yeah, and I kind of like I'm not really expecting it to be as good as the first and second season. I just thought they were so good. I'd be but, hard. But the to... third episode, I was going something should happen. There. Okay, There's right. Something. You know? Yeah. But I'm watching uh, Dope Sick, which okay. is uh, I think it's on Apple TV. It is uh, a series with Michael Keaton, okay. and he plays a, a doctor who is being, he's in this small kind of mining town where he's a doctor, and basically medical, uh, uh, pharmaceutical reps are flooding the country trying to promote OxyContin, okay. and this is the beginning of the opioid kind of pan- or epidemic that swept America, mm. and led to huge crime rises because they marketed it as being non-addictive when it was oh, completely right. addictive. Very addictive, yeah. And, uh, and you know, just the, the ruthlessness of the Sackler family, which are the company that made this drug, and just how, you know, they were basically lying about its uh, its addictive qualities, and then they were saying if. They were guaranteeing 12 hours pain relief, okay. but it was such a slow release that you mm. couldn't get addicted. Mm. And then people were saying, well, I, I'm, my pain is coming back after six. And they just come to double the dose, oh, you God. know, and it was. Right. It so was it's based just, on real. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And it's yeah. called Dope Sick. Dope Sick. Hey, would you yeah. recommend it? Oh, yeah, very much. Oh, okay, it's really great. Because I am uh, looking for a new show. Oh, the other show I started watching was Ted Lasso. Which right. I really liked. I yeah. know what you mean. It's very mild. So it's your man, Jason Sudeikis. 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 Sudeikis is in it. Um, and I liked it again. I yeah, laughed out I, loud very, a good few times at the start. Did you laugh out loud? Though, Pro- yeah, properly. Yeah, there was one. There was a bit with you laughed in loud. <laughs> <laughs> Inside only. But uh, I really like him as well. He's very funny. He is, and I've, he see, is. I've seen him in other things, but I, I kind of just thought, oh, yeah, he's just another one of those funny American guys. Like, there's yeah, a couple yeah. of them who all kind of just look the same to me that I don't pay much attention yeah. to. But actually, in this, I think he he's very, very good funny. and he's very funny. But I just, I think that show is. Um, it's like a perfect squishy ball there is no sharp edge to it at any no, point no. and comedy without any kind of sharp edge struggles I think I do I, I can finish okay. the first season now I'm about to go on to see I don't even know if I'm going to watch season 2 because I kind of feel like that was lovely for what it was yeah season 2 is more not, of the same is it yeah and I, don't, I mean more right. even more of okay. the same see, I don't think yeah. I'd like that because I think yeah. I just reached my peak of that it does get more interesting for his character because he's a bit one note in this one the, except the at the end when he has his moment but it's um, yeah I just they're leaning too much into the feel good thing of it yeah, all yeah. to the point where you're kind of going this is borderline 
unrealistic. This is like a Richard Curtis world, you know, yeah. where it's like and he's getting these aren't like real that. people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought and, at the start there was a little bit of a kind yeah. of like funny edge because at the start I thought it was a really nice mixture between American and British humor, but very much toned down. But there isn't American. a real person in it. No, it's you know, like, not one. Everything's Richard either a cartoon villain or they're too nice. Yeah. Or you know, um, or they go from a villain to be yeah, very nice. Exactly, and yeah, you know, no, I did think that. Yeah. But uh, so I might. I don't know. Would you recommend season two? Sure. It's 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 totally Easy to watch. It's good it's dinner very, watching. Absolutely. Like I, I'm always yeah. looking for something yeah. to watch while I'm eating my dinner. Yeah. I don't want anything disgusting. <laughs> but so it was so it was brilliant for that. Yeah, you'll watch it as I'm sure you've experienced where you kinda of go, Oh, there's a new Ted Lasso to watch. I'll watch that. Yeah. It's never kinda of, I'm so excited for the yeah, new Ted no, Lasso. Exactly. Episode. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had yeah. something that I oh I watched uh, Little Fires Everywhere while I was sick. The week, I, was I watched really that. Sick. which one is that? That it's is the one with the... Reese Witherspoon, it's on Amazon Prime, right. Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. And it's yeah. very like there's another one, um, Big Little Lies. It kind of reminds it's in the same sort of style, almost like a like a very 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 good soap opera. I don't like saying soap yeah, opera, yeah, but yeah. that's kind of style. It's, it's you know because it's all very domestic. It's set in these kind of rich people's homes, yeah. and then there's all these other issues that go on. But I binged watched that while I was sick. It was perfect okay, for that yeah, week because yeah, I, I was that, just yeah. lying on my couch. It was it was. And great. it was a one off. There's no second series. No, I don't. Okay. Oh no, somebody did say that there was going to be season two. Oh, I don't I think would there have should no be. Interest in yeah, no, I wouldn't watch a season two. It just always reminds me of the, that joke about. Did you see that actress was stabbed, Reese? Um, Reese, and you go with a spoon. You go no with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a little joke for you. That's uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's all I'm watching really at the moment. Yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah, I finished yeah. Married at First Sight Australia, oh, which right, I Havis. hate myself for watching. Thirty-two <laughs> episodes. Right. I'll watch that and we'll review it the next all, time. Is all that of you? them a minimum of an hour. Some oh, are ninety minutes. 30, you spend I have thirty-two given, hours of your life. I have, no, I have given closer to forty hours of my life. <laughs> Why did you watch the first. No, it's just there's some episodes are an hour and a half. Oh, that's ridiculous. There's movie length Feature episodes. Length, this thing. That is ridiculous. But that Bryce. <laughs> Bryce. Okay, uh, I'm going to watch it. It's on Netflix. Is yeah. It? Right. No, it's on Channel 4, the all four app. Oh, 4 OD. And, married yeah. for, and it has to be married at first sight Australia. Australia okay. Season 8. Oh, see, wow, it's very yeah, specific. Yeah. Okay. So I tried watching it at the start of another one. I went, no, yeah, this isn't no, as good, but I'm not going down this road again. Yeah. I just had to, you know, another series you're watching, you go, this is garbage. Yeah, but well, I love it anyway. But I have a weakness for that stuff. Well, that, it can't you know. be as good as that. That one we love it was it love at first sight. No, oh, what, it's better than that. What was the one we watched? Um, the one with the God. We tried to think of this one day in the staff from John as well, and we couldn't think. This was the one where they were in the. They were in the pods. In the pods. Lo, 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 love is blind. Love is lo, blind. Oh, it's better was, than that. No, that was for me. No, that this was is the definitely better than that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Because they're all. They're, they meet each other at the altar. They've been put together by these relationship experts. And they're at the altar. They get married. And about half of them had sex that night. And uh, But then, they're at, when the slightest thing goes wrong, they're going, yeah. I can't believe my husband did this to Oh, me. do you know what? I was yeah. over at Clodagh's during the mid-year, my friend Clodagh. And she, they, we, when I was leaving, this was on the TV. And I saw a little clip of it. And there was a guy going mental because... His, his new wife, who he'd met the day before, yeah. was still in touch with her ex. <laughs> right. Now, it did yeah, seem yeah. very obvious she was just using this guy to get back at her ex. And he was saying, I don't know, I, I think I've got a problem with this. <laughs> it's like, you just met her. Yeah, but that's, I just feel like constantly reminding him, you, 
you don't know this person. Yeah. You met but them. But they act like they know them. Ago. Yeah. Okay. It's I might. That it's, might be good. Some some yeah. good dinner dinner TV there. Yeah, that <laughs> is perfect. There'd be, be a long dinner, you know. So just <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Three course meals. Exactly. Yeah. For some episodes. But you'll know within a couple of um, you watch one or two episodes of that. I think. I think it'll do. For okay. you. I think you'll like it. All right. Okay. All right. So we don't know what we're doing next nope. time, but we'll we'll figure that's something fair. out. Yeah, that's great. All right. Until next time, next then. Time. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>